Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. On our other show, if you don't know, we do a, a morning show in New York um, between 5.30 and 9 Eastern Time. And this morning we had Anthony Cumia on. Anthony is the namesake, half the namesake of the old Opie and Anthony show that used to exist. And did some great radio in the 2000s, early 2000s. And um, Anthony's a local boy to us and uh, came in this morning and we had such a good time with him. We thought you guys would want to hear it. So here it is, uh, Anthony from Opie and Anthony in the studio with us. This is nuts. <laughs> Just being in the studio is pretty, uh, pretty cool. Remember it's been it was, quite a while. It was when you were doing the, the original... O and A stuff. Yeah. Just coming in for the first time with your brother and doing parodies and stuff. The studio was, what, a quarter of the size of this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was really small. Uh, great times, though. I mean, you know, the memories of being uh, on BAB years ago. Amazing. Back in the 90s. Oof. It was, an, yeah, that <laughs> it was, was a long was time ago now. That's right. Because I was an intern for Hope at the time. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Mm. Totally <laughs> different time. You had your big ass afro. Yeah, I, yeah. I got lost in YouTube. I started going through, uh, you know, I started going through videos, and your afro was gigantic. It really was. It was like a you Sib Hashin from Boston. Yeah. Right. You could have been like a one of those big uh, Angela Davis kind of <laughs> afros. And your brother had the same one. I saw some old, uh, he was on, some. He. I think he posted uh, a picture of him on stage at the stage door in Deer Park. I think that yeah. was, and the stage door. Quite the, uh, we both donated the, it to the, uh, the, the My Pillow guy to stuff his pillows. <laughs> yeah. This home state of Minnesota. <laughs> so, yeah. if, for those of you who know, you know, Opie, Opie and Anthony, huge success, obviously. And then Anthony started to do his own little side gig uh, called the, the the Compound. It was yeah, live, live from, from the, the compound. compound, yeah. And then when the ONA thing kind of unraveled, he turned Live at the Compound into a business. But my mm. question for you is this. What exactly is the business model? Because I look at the lineup. Yeah. Do you just like... <laughs> Hang out for people to get out of jail and offer them jobs. <laughs> like the people you hang out with, who, who are some of the people you hang out with? Who are your stars? Yeah, I, it, besides you, it's it's. Uh, you remember that? What was it? Champion that bank? It goes uh, when other banks say no, we say yes. <laughs> yes. I say that. Mortgage, you're right. To talent, uh-huh. like that's every other every person that's been blackballed in the business right. has a home at Compound Media. <laughs> And it makes it uh, quite a business model. It yeah. makes it quite an adventure to go through. Thank God, you know Keith is my my guy, right? Keith uh, the cop, Keith the cop, and he's got to keep things in line. And he pulls his hair out. He goes nuts because we've had Artie Lang, who right. you know has had run-ins with uh, the yeah. law and yeah. drug problems and whatnot. His last mugshot was amazing with Horrible. the uh, right. No notes. I, I wanted his to put his picture switched. in one of those things where you take the magnetic shavings and you yeah. can make. <laughs> Make a nose on him. Wooly Bully, I think it was called, right, right, or something right. like that. And then we uh, we actually never got past the pilot show phase of uh, Off the Rails with Nails. Right. Yeah, I was going to oh, ask you about right. that because I yeah, saw Yeah, the Lenny Dykstra show. I saw on Twitter that you guys were going to be doing something, and yeah. then it just never happened. And I'm like, I guess every day, especially, 
you just hope people show up to work? <laughs> is, is that what it is? Like you hire people and then we don't every, ask much. <laughs> and every day is just a crapshoot. It really is. Every day is kind of like who's going to show up? What state are they going to be in when they show up? Right. We have at least three legitimate blazing alcoholics <laughs> on the show that. That drink during the show. Right. And what, isn't that like a no-no, I think? I'm, I don't make a good boss. FCC-wise, it's probably illegal. Right, right. It's a beautiful you know. boss. You don't have to deal with the FCC. You're not supposed to. I come in, this bottles of Jameson, empty <laughs> bottles of Jameson, because uh, Gino Bisconti uh, right. does the In Hot Water show with uh, Aaron Berg. He drinks every morning. Morning. <laughs> and then I, I, I see he's not there when I get there, and I think, oh, good, he's home asleep. And then I hear people come in and go, yeah, we were just drinking across the street with Gino. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I have quite the collection. Mm. It, it'll tell you a little bit about the people we look for and try to get mm. on the show to let you know that right before he went to prison, we interviewed with Anthony Weiner. <laughs> To come you on, did not. yes, Anthony Weiner. Uh, he's got radio was a, potential or a you prospect, know, talk show potential. Yeah, yeah, we were scouting Anthony Weiner. Oh yeah, <laughs> right up until it's like maybe it's not the best thing to have a pedo on the uh, right. on the uh, airwave. Uh, yeah, he, and then of course he went to prison, and all bets were off. So that's the bar. Did you revisit for the it? most part? Did you revisit <laughs> it once he got out? No, I don't think Keith. Have you spoken to him at all? Sitting out. No, I think I yeah, I think we're kind of leaving him out on so, the outs. So the bar is pedophilia. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much the bar. Robbery, anything above armed pedo- robbery, anything above <laughs> pedophilia, rape, but murder's extortion. Still welcome. Okay. Murder's welcome. <laughs> I mean, you know, so if you murder, have a good excuse. <laughs> There's a good enough reason. If it's you understandable. Know, if it's understandable. If it's if it's something forensic files would cover. Right. I want something interesting. So then so so to back up a minute, what happened with Lenny? Dykstra. I mean, you thought you had something. Oh, yeah. Is he just that type of personality where you thought you had something going with him and then it fell apart because of his personality? Uh, being that it's uh, t- uh, what they call it? terrestrial radio, I will say he's bat crap crazy. <laughs> he he really is. Uh, entertaining is all hell because right. he's had a hell of a life. 86 Mets, the right. big World Series. Uh, Against Phillies. the Sox, yeah. the Phillies. He had a great career there. Mounds and then, of cocaine. Yeah, yeah. Right. The drug stories. Yeah, he went to prison. Uh, Artie Lang would tell a story when he was when he did show up occasionally as my co-host. He would tell a story about how uh, he was talking to uh, Lenny on his own show years ago and asked Lenny how he lost his teeth. And the story went that he was in prison and he wasn't doing a certain sexual act good enough to some of the people no. in, in the prison. So they knocked his teeth out <laughs> in order to better... That's the story Dykstra tells? <laughs> That's the story Artie said that Dykstra told him. Now, okay. the two sources yeah, there, yeah. Right. I mean, I don't know what the credibility is there, but I'm willing to accept it on face value. <laughs> just that it's a funny damn story. Yeah. <laughs> so he, right. uh, yeah, he did a pilot show. It was really good, but then he started calling Keith and asking for just insane amounts of money uh, needed it ex- on the spot right there right like i, I think i think it went right to his dealer right i'm not quite so sure say, but don't even give it to me meet this guy at washington right. square yeah. park <laughs> right. exactly right. exactly wow. <laughs> and anthony weiner what kind of show were you gonna think you were gonna do a show with anthony weiner no, well i probably would have sat in on a couple of them but mm-hmm. it was gonna be a uh, political base because uh, we don't have many liberal uh people on on compound media uh, and we'd like to, you know, yeah. we, we would like to. 
Uh, and he would have been a great example of liberal ideology. <laughs> you know, just getting out of jail. <laughs> so it, uh, yeah, yeah. It, uh, but I sat there. It was right when all the stuff was going on with uh, Hillary's emails and his laptop. Uh, computer, right. Not just yeah, his laptop. Right. His laptop computer. Right. Uh, yeah, Yo. the wife, everything. And... Uh, we met in a restaurant. It was me, Keith, and uh, and him, Anthony Weiner. And uh, he comes in with a baseball cap pulled down mm. and sunglasses. I mean, he was being identified yeah, on the streets. Yeah, yeah. Well, the easily. first thing I think is if people see him, they look, oh, look at the group of three pedoph pedophiles. Uh, yeah, yeah. Three yeah, guys yeah. who sent out penis right. He could you know? creep up a whole group. <laughs> yeah. <Right>. Definitely. <laughs> Guilt by association. But no, so nobody recognized him? No, no. He slipped in there pretty good. We sat down at the table, discussed a few things. He, it was hilarious because I think you know how the business is. Yeah. And he, he knows, too, I gather, because he was saying how... Uh, other people were calling, right. and he's like, well, ABC was calling. And I'm like, uh, in my head, I'm going, ABC's no. owned by Disney. Yeah. <laughs> Disney does not no. want <laughs> Anthony Weiner. Right. He's going to be you a know. new prince. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's running through It's a Small World, touching the dolls. <laughs> <laughs> that little Mexican doll's never been the same. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It does make for an interesting... Uh, sure. Uh, it, it, we could definitely do a reality show over there yeah. with uh, the... Uh, the characters we have running around on a daily basis. How long is Compound Media up and running now? It'll uh, in August. I think it'd be five years. Nice. Yeah, yeah, which is amazing. It went uh, that quickly. Were you now when you were doing radio? Obviously, you guys were at the. You were still one of the shows that made that the big money. The, oh yeah, the, yeah. The seven figure money. When that stopped, and you now forced to come up with a plan. Yeah. How nervous are you? It's pretty nerve-wracking. I mean, you have a cushion, so you're good. It's not like you're going to be eating cat food or anything right, like that. Right, right. But... You have a cushion, right? But you also... Yeah. <laughs> you do have a cushion left. Like, lawsuits settled, I, uh, and there's still money That left. staff hasn't stolen your living, have my, they? My cushion is residing at the Borgata somewhere <laughs> in the cage. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in several people's pockets. <laughs> yeah. We... Uh, no, I, I, I... Thank God I had a really good finance guy that my agent awesome. at the time had hooked us up with very early on because I was from the school of thought look I had worked my whole life right. in construction even in the early days of doing radio I wasn't making insane amounts of money they would give me a check at the end of the week or the end of two weeks I would go to the bank I would deposit some I would right. keep some in my pocket and that's how that's I your life. that's how I rolled so when we started getting these insane contracts that were literally seven-figure contracts. I assumed I would get this giant pile of money and just be able to put some in my pocket all at once. And just be able to, and the same thing. I didn't understand about putting some away in retirement uh, right. accounts and, and things like that. So thank God that kept me from uh, right. blowing it all. Uh, but when, when that happened, I thought, what do I do? Do I retire? Do I just go to Pennsylvania and open up a militia compound or something? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I it's thought. It's funny. That's the first thing that crossed your mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On a daily basis. No, it's it, but it's one of those things where I just like doing this. I like yeah. right. being on the, the air, on the air in some capacity. But doing this, so your name was big in, in, yeah, the, in yeah. the business. You have... The possibility of if it tanks now, all of a sudden, uh, not that you're unhirable, yeah, but yeah. it's like your name, like it's you know mud on the name. Oh yeah, yeah. So it there's got to be a not fair. To... There's got to be a fair uh, amount of nerves. 
when it comes into doing something. Definitely. Like that. It was one of those things where uh, it, it was kind of a make or break thing if I want to continue broadcasting in some capacity. Like I, I said, right. it's uh, and, and being damaged goods in the business, especially <laughs> in this day and age and even five years ago. Uh, you're just exiled from show business right. is yeah. pretty much it. So you really got to watch what you say and do. I always say, because people said, uh, uh, well, would you get another job in radio? Would you do this? And I'd have been fired five more times right. in, in the time since I've been fired. So what, I think this is the best setup. Here's the, the, the beautiful part about you. You know what gets you fired and yeah. what doesn't. Yeah. And it just doesn't matter in the moment <laughs> because the laugh... Yep. is more important than anything else, and I love that. I, I've told the story before, uh, the sex for Sam thing that yeah. happened in the St. Patrick's Cathedral years and years ago when that we got fired one. from WNEW. Yeah. Oh, I have I a follow-up story myself. to that yeah. one if you want. Oh, you do? Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. It was a long time ago. Yeah, that, that little, oh, yeah. Was that a... little stunt of yours cost us New York City. Thank you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Thank you. No, but continue. God. Hey, sorry about that. It cost me New York City, too. <laughs> <laughs> frankly. Because they thought we would have been a good compliment to you guys. They which need, would have been, of course. A long time ago. They but, needed yeah, a show yeah. that can play nice in the sandbox with Obi and Anthony, because oh. Don and Mike, yeah, I guess, wasn't working Yeah, out we were having issues with them. And, and So we were like, yeah, we'll go. Let's do it. We'll have the meeting. And literally, our meeting was set up for Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. You guys pulled sex for Sam on Friday. Everybody was fired on Monday, and our meeting was canceled. Oh, we could have been the other run in fast. I know, right? God damn you! That does suck. <laughs> I'm sorry. So what's the story you were going to tell? Yeah, the... Uh, I'm sure, it's great. We both... <laughs> we both... Uh, when 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 uh, the call came in that the couple was at St. Pat's, and that's what was going on, uh, we're on we were on a huge delay. Uh, because over the years, they, they knew to put us on a very long delay. A lot of dump buttons around the studio to get out of whatever we were talking about if it was deemed inappropriate. So was it like two minutes of delay from yeah. what was actually happening? Yeah, uh, with various locations. Like there was a guy locked in a room that was the dump guy. And, <laughs> and he was told by the GM and PD what mm -hmm. to dump out of. And we had you dump push buttons. push a button and that would be it. Yeah, everyone had a button. So when that call came in, me and Opie looked at each other. Mm. And, and we looked at the dump buttons and just didn't do it. Like, just, just didn't do it. But then the guy who was the dump button guy didn't do anything either? Yeah, because he was the guy that really just dumped for inappropriate language and really mm -hmm. FCC things. So he wasn't good at judging situations, right. I guess. <laughs> yeah. So this was, a, yeah, this yeah. was a failure on many levels. Yes, it was uh, much like, have you watched the miniseries Chernobyl? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a lot like that. There's, there's buttons and switches and people are getting burned. And, no, and, and yet nobody's pushing the buttons of the switch. No. But, so, and you know who but, we are? Can... We're the citizens of Chernobyl. Right. We have yeah. all the radiation uh, sickness the from, there, yeah. from there. We have all the fallout we're from the there. Ones, <laughs> with a baby's arm coming out of our yeah. foreheads. Um, we apologize. Meeting has been canceled. <laughs> but, you know, but like. I can see being in the moment and not pressing the dump button because that call is the reason you're doing the bit. That's it. We want stuff like that. It right. was to be outrageous and be crazy and try to top yourself. That whole shock jock thing of the the 90s mm -hmm. was so hard to keep up with. Every day we'd leave that studio going, man, that was great. This, and then you're just going, okay, what the hell do we do tomorrow? <laughs> right. Now we got to somehow top that. Right. We got to find some freak that's going to do something, something with like their this. body yeah. or right. this or a situation that just people go, oh, my God, that's mm -hmm. terrible. 
and try to ride that line of not going too far. So, Can, can you imagine coming back to terrestrial radio and then having to deal with either a PD or a GM going, I got an idea. No. I got an idea. Yeah. No, I got an idea. No. Well, oddly enough, that was satellite radio. When we finally got the gig at XM and then which turned into Sirius uh, XM satellite radio, we were told we weren't allowed to do any of the stuff we did on literally yeah, terrestrial on radio. Terrestrial? Yeah, yeah. They said, nope, no more with the girls, no more. Was it because uh, they didn't want you to try and out Howard Howard, do you think? I, I, that might have been part of it, but I think more was that was the introduction of a lot of lawyers into uh, the, the mix. And, and once lawyers come in, fun goes away. <laughs> they, they weren't allowing anything. What, you used to put women in 55-gallon drums and dump crickets and bovine guts and stuff? On the, yeah, the 55-gallon drum yeah. challenge was just something. We thought that was a light day. <laughs> we, we, it, the, the sounds of the girls in the barrel sound like a serial killer's basement. Oh, just this echoing. And they were like, well, if you do this and one of the girls get hurt, we're going to be sued. Mm. So all that just came off the table oh. and we just turned into a talk show. We, we right. weren't shock jockery anymore. You couldn't do that stunty stuff. Yeah, yeah. The stunt things that got those I remember the, what, what was you what did you call the the bus that you would Team send full Voyeur of bus. Oh, oh no, yeah, not yeah. that. Oh, I was thinking of the other bus. Isn't it like a busload of I think homeless people you would send to a mall? Oh and yeah, yeah. Shopping homeless shopping spree. We would give everybody uh, oh, hundred and two dollars and seven cents, and then we would send them to the Short Hills Mall in Jersey, which was yeah. one of the most upper crusty malls oh, in the country. God. And uh, we'd have them shop, and and store owners just pulling the gates down and in the middle of the locking day. it in the middle of the day, and then. We had a thousand oh, fans man. there chanting, let them shop. And <laughs> it was that shocking stuff. We tried to do that at Satellite Radio. And they were trying to get uh, the mall to sign off on waivers mm. that mm. no responsibility. And we just did these things. They were guerrilla attacks. You right. know, just right. and, and you know how that works. That's you a, can't ask permission. Beg right. for forgiveness. Yeah, beg for forgiveness. That whole era is done. Right. For the most part now, you guys are a great exception because you'd be getting yelled at for not playing music right now at any other <laughs> right, station right. if you were any other personalities. Right. And they just tell people, shut up, read the liners, play the music, That's and the don't make any waves. Right. And uh, it's really you killed know, it's, the uh, ability to build personality. It's funny. You sit and Roger and I were just out in L.A. for some, you know, I was doing a panel, whatever it is. And, and you hear all these suits are talking about content and content and talent and content and content and talent. This is what people and what's want the to first hear thing, is right. And what's the, the first funny. thing they do to fix a problem? Add a song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so same people were talking about how great the music is and keep playing more. Right, like, right, right. It's like, the only real talent. Great, we get it, is, yeah, we get it. You're saying one thing and doing a different, you know. But yeah. it's, it's the only real commodity, I think, is, uh, is uh, the talent. Mm. It's the only real commodity. There's so many venues now where you can get music and other things. And the only thing that's going to bring people in that's unique, mm. that can't be replicated, is the people. The people that are funny and talking and... Mm. You know, they get the audience in there. I think we do really well at compound media, Rush. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> call call me after any... maybe an assault or an armed <laughs> robbery. We don't have any record. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, man, I was you arrested. You got a mugshot? That's I, all you need. I was arrested at a Van Halen show. Does that count? <laughs> I am unhireable. I have no street cred <laughs> whatsoever. Anthony would never hire me. So, yeah. Come down, hang out, uh, see if you could drink with us. That's always a fun, <laughs> a fun thing. See if you but can Anthony, match drink for drink. You went to rehab. You're yeah, cured. Yeah. You've yeah, been, yeah, that wasn't something that uh, just would have looked good on paper. You've been cured. <laughs> I had the best time at, at rehab. rehab. It was down in Florida. I had to go for, you know, some uh, crazy uh, court-ordered thing. Right. And it was uh, 
it was sunny. It was April. I went and and <laughs> oh it was God, sunny was beautiful. and hot, beautiful. <laughs> and and there's there's drugged out drunk girls showing up. This is a dream come true. <laughs> it's like that my type like, of girl. You know what it, it's like that scene in Animal House where the little kids looking at the Playboy magazine in his Thank bedroom. Thank you, God. Yeah, and the, and the, the head that was falls on the bed. When you look, put it this way: my type. I fall in love twenty times just watching live PD. <laughs> Anytime they go to Pasco County, and some girl is flying out of a trailer with hot. Pants and a bippy shirt. I fall in love. Like, oh, this girl's my type of girl. So if you're that type of girl. Yeah, yeah, if you're that type of girl. June 28th, you want to be in Levittown. Yes, indeed. We found you a sugar daddy. Well, uh, thank you, Anthony, for uh, coming by. A lot of love for you. And we, we, over the years, we've met, run into you so many times. You're always a great guy. We, 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 we like what you do. I love you always guys funny. anytime, man. Uh, over the years, yeah, you've been you've been the one constant because usually radio guys wind up loving each other, hating each other. Right, There's right, some right. problem. I do fickle. apologize for the firing and the, the canceled <laughs> the meeting. firing before we got hired. Yeah, before you got hired. <laughs> right. thing. But uh, you guys have been just it a constant. Going, it's great. It's N.E.W. And then yeah. our agent at the time, he's like, yeah, you know that meeting? Yeah, that's canceled. Oh. Everybody's been fired. <laughs> Everything's been canceled over there. Not just you guys, but the guys we were meeting with. The guys yeah, in the suits they got, got fired. fired. They got fired. Jeremy and whoever. That was like, just a purge. Oh, that's it, huh? Oh, that's that it. was a purge. Friday we had a meeting, Monday we're like, oh, no, really? Oh, my God. it was God. it. It was just so over. Womp, womp. That would have been a perfect thing having you guys there, man. <laughs> no, that would have been great. Uh, that would have been great for everybody. Nope. You didn't want to press the dump button. <laughs> yeah. So you go, go see Anthony. And of course, Compound Media, uh, compoundmedia.com. You can uh, get 20% off with the code Compound20, and you can listen to Anthony and do his thing. And Yeah, I do uh, Monday through uh, Thursday from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern time oh, because oh. because when I was making two all hours. this up. Two hours? Five years ago, I made this up, and we didn't test anything as far as what time would be best, what day part would be best. I'm like, when can I be up? 4 p.m. That's good. When do I want to work till? 6 p.m. I could then go out and party and I don't still get, get out. And I'm late. sure the first answer was 5 p.m. That's obnoxious. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go to 6. And then I was like, yeah, and I want a permanent three-day weekend. So that's about it. I'll be no in the Fridays pool. No Fridays or no Mondays? No Fridays. Really? So I go right in the pool when I leave here. Working as little as you do, do you ever take a day off? Yes, I have a day off. <laughs> of course, oh, does. the stress of working with convicts. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> hey, listen, if you want a great book to read to on the beach, awesome. too, uh, <laughs> Ant wrote a book permanently suspended the rise and fall and rise again of radio's most oh. notorious oh. shock job. Long enough title. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Just a, a joy to come he in was here. Supposed to really come, he was supposed to come in and do press for that. You blew us off. But hey, whatever. I? Not, I don't hold grudges. <laughs> I don't hold grudges. Let it go. He, does, he does three hours with Rogan. Don't think I didn't notice that. <laughs> he does three hours with Joe Rogan. It's longer than his own show. <laughs> Over <Right>. time. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thanks for being here. Anthony Kuhlman, Thank everybody. Thank you, guys. There he is from Opie and Anthony. He was on with us this morning on our uh, morning show in New York, and uh, we thought you guys might enjoy that, so there you go. Anthony Kumia. Well, Roger and JP, it's 1025 The Bone, coming up after 1.30, the top 10 list, where you guess what's on the top 10. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. 
Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.